Hi, guys, and welcome back to God's Goals Podcast. God's Goals. God's Goals. Recentering our focus on Christ. I'm going to jump right into scripture on this one. So let's go to John. I'm in John 14. Let's start at verse 3. So it says, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Verse 5, Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the light. No one comes to the Father except through me. And man, did that, that, that scripture rock me. Um, and that was, by the way, John 14, 3 through 6. And I, I've heard the scripture a couple times, but, you know, depending on where you are in your life, you know, things look different depending on your uh depending on where you're standing, the point of view is different. And I'm just like, I've always thought of it as almost like an altar call. Uh, you know, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And it is. It's, it really still is. It's, it's a, in my head, it's an invitation. It's a statement. It's a truth, right? It's knowledge, right? But, and, and that's God, right? He's He is consistent in who he is, even when we're not consistent in what we see and understand. He is always who he is. The message is always still the same. He is always going to be that, right? He's always been the way, no matter how I interpret it, he'll always be that. But looking at it, I'm going to start with Thomas first. If that wasn't the realest question, right? (laughs) Sometimes Thomas Thomas had a good night when he was wanting to see holes and stuff. That was different, holes and hands. But... But the fact that um, he said, well, we don't know where you're going. <laughs> he That was honest, right? He, Jesus was above, was talking over their head sometimes. So they didn't get it. And that's something I would have said. Because I was on the edge of my seat. I've read the Bible cover to cover a couple times, different versions. And um, I still read it and and still get something new every time. I don't know how people are Bible scholars, but and that's why I always say, y'all always see me say, I'm not a Bible scholar because I've read it cover to cover and a couple times, and I'm still picking up new things each time I read it. And I believe that'll continuously happen because each time I'm reading, I'm in a different place. Each time I'm reading, God may have a different message for me. Each time I'm reading, I'm highlighted or reminded of something of God. And um, so, anyway... When Thomas asked that question, that that's me. I would be like, okay, I was on the edge of my seat. Like, where? How 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 they gonna get there? <laughs> like when he says, you know, you know the way to the place where I'm going. I'm like, they do. Where? How? That was the question. Then boom, Thomas said, we don't know. I'm like, oh shoot, if Thomas don't know, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I like that question, love that question after that. Like, uh, you know, Lord, you know, we don't know. And when Jesus came with that, that hit it right behind that, I am the way, the truth, I was done for. 
I was done for. Because right now, for me, instead of interpreting it like the altar call, that was like a highlight of saying, all I heard was, I'm everything. So both Thomas and I are both like, well, how we get there? You know, how we getting there? And he and Jesus is like, me, I'm, I'm the key. Not just into heaven, but into everything. Whatever you're looking for, it's me. It's always going to be me. And and and, I, and again, I know it's like a, you know, some people interpret it and it's used more like altar call. And it, and it can be. But I just, that's how it is settled in my heart. Everything you're looking for is me. The way, the truth, the life, life. It's me. Now, again, not undermining any other interpretations. This is me saying, I'm not even trying to interpret. This is how I took it for me in my life in this time. And I still take it as what? When I read that, that there is no other way to heaven but Jesus, right? He is the way, he the truth is. No other, no way of looking anywhere else. <laughs> There's no other way to go <laughs> but Jesus. And he, and no man gets to the Father, because that's another part, right? We're not going to take, we're not going to forget the other part of it. It says no one comes to the Father except through me. So I'm not undermining that part of saying, of acknowledging that he's trying to say, hey, you know, and look no further. There's no look. You got to look nowhere else. You don't have to believe in no one else or nothing else. Or I am the way. I am the truth. I'm the light. No one gets to the Father except of me. But I, Jesus, is he, he's not one dimensional. And he's not so far above. I mean, and he's so, what he's God, he's everything. So I believe it, it can be received in so many ways. And again, for me, not only do I receive it that way, right? But for me in this time in my life I also received that it was that he's everything and that's still what that scripture says I'm everything right so you don't have to go look at no other type of God you don't have to go look at no other type of drug you don't have to look at no no sex you don't have to look at this and this and this because this is not going to get it you know I'm still everything and you don't have to look at nobody else to get you into heaven nothing else will get you into heaven good behavior won't get you into heaven this is this is the way just me follow me the way I got it you know, so that that that's the way. But again, in the moment that I heard it, and I was all again in, in into the story, um, I just was like, "He's everything." And it's like, duh. Remember, God is always consistent. So yeah, it is like, duh. We always knew God was everything. But uh, for me, I um, when when you just in different things, sometimes you have to be reminded. Reminded of those things. And, you know, God is going to be the same. He's going to be consistent, dependable. So, I mean, can I really try to describe who God is? Come on, give me a break. I can't do that. He's He's indescribable. But uh, just some few little baby words I threw out there, you know, to even try to chip away at uh, the tip of it. <laughs> uh, but um, that, uh, that really got me so I just wanted to share that that wasn't I don't know what that was I don't know what this was I don't even know if this could be an encouragement to anyone I don't know maybe this was a good laugh but I um it really I guess the encouragement part is this he is everything and um whatever you're searching for and whatever you're looking 
for, whatever you're concerned about, whatever you're hurt about, whatever you feel like you can't do. Jesus is the answer. And I know for some people it's like, oh look, <laughs> I need some I need I need more than that answer, but I can tell you the only answer that's ever made sense for me has been him. And the only answer that's ever done solutions has been him. And when people say, and I think that maybe needs to be explained a little further when people say, well, he's the way, he's the answer to your situations. I would like to think that they're referring to the relationship and accepting Christ, right? Because I think people, I think why that becomes cliche for people or frustrating to hear when you're going through somebody tell you, oh, either way, just go to Jesus. And you're like, ah, look, <laughs> my rent is due. We about to, I need to feed the kids, you know, you know, for real. Like, it's real situations. You're like, you know, I, I need some tangible stuff right now. It's what, you know, it's what people think. They get frustrated sometimes with that. Here's the thing, you know, I, I think it, it definitely needs to be backed up with the, or at least what I mean is there, you know, there's the relationship there, right? First accepting Christ and then that relationship there because everything you need, the knowledge, right? The skills, the development, whatever you need is there, right? And also whatever you ask. I mean, he's God. God can give it. God can handle that. Right. So not to undermine that. Right. Not to undermine like you can't ask for something and God won't give it according to his will. Though, again, we're not going to get into that one. But according to his will, people think they can just ask and then, you know, he's supposed to poof it out like a genie. And there's an according to his will part. Um, not that he can't poof it out like a genie, but again, according to his will. Um, but I, I think there's a relationship there. So, um. I have been stressed about things. I have been concerned about things. And yes, I needed tangible <laughs> solutions, right? So when I throw that out there, I'm not just throwing it out there like, but look, I, I feel you on that. But ultimately, it was the relationship that I had uh, with Christ that helped me. Sometimes those situations did not work out like I thought. And those tangible solutions... Uh, didn't come and work like I thought. However, I am a firm believer in nothing beating peace that having that relationship with Christ not only brings peace, but once your mind is peaced and calm, you can actually um, move forward and think about things. And like I said, and then God gives you what? He gives you ideas. He gives you peace. He gives you so many things. He gives you so many things that uh, that help the situation. So I'm babbling on to say that the relationship with Christ makes a big difference on how you view life, how you deal with life situations. So when I try to tell people Jesus is the way, I am saying, hey, when you go to him, when you have a relationship with him, let him speak to you in those stressful times where you're like, I don't know if I can make it. I don't want to live. I can't be. Let his word to cover you. Let his word encourage you. In those times where you feel like I'm about to go back to what I know. Because this is not working out for me. Let him let him engulf you. When you're stressed or worried about something, you can't sleep about it. Let his peace cover you. 
So when we say Jesus is the way, he's the everything he really, we all know we've tried. I don't know about anybody else, but you know, I found that a lot of things are so undependable. A lot of things don't work in the middle of chaos, in the middle of, I don't know what I'm going to do. Food, sex, money, drugs, alcohol, none of those things work as a long-term solution or a solution at all when it comes to things in your life. People say, well, let me try the money. because, <laughs> Well, let me tell you, you know, there's, look, I'd like to get to that, but that's one of the jokes uh, my husband was would try, uh, will always throw out sometimes is you know but i'm getting off track um yeah it's it's always christ so him saying that scripture earlier uh just reinforces that i'm 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 everything i'm everything i feel like it'll always be something right once you jump one hurdle no matter who you are what you're looking at something else and just imagine the dependency of something that is not as consistent as god Right, your dependency on alcohol or drugs, it won't always be consistent. You always gotta find it. You always gotta look for another high. Your your dependency on sex to give you an identity and, and a feeling, it's always gonna have to be, you know, always have to one up. It always gotta go search for that feeling. But with God, there is a consistent peace. There is a consistency in Him, and because there's consistency in Him, there can be a cons- uh, consistency in you in your life. And that is something the world cannot guarantee. We know the world is ever-changing, inconsistent, un- unfair, unloving, uncaring. And God is so opposite of all of those things. And then some. And then some. What an amazing place to be. What an, what an amazing person to have a relationship with. Imagine having a relationship with the most consistent person that you've ever encountered. And also a person that's going to be honest with you. That's not going to placate you. So not only do you get consistency with this person, you get growth with this person. They're going to say, hey, the way you handled this, no, we got to do better. That We can't do that anymore. Can't go around cursing people out because we're mad. We can't go around stealing. We can't go around doing this. Hey, those thoughts that you have about yourself are untrue. Let me tell you who you are. Let me tell you what you are. Let me tell you what you can do. Imagine having a relationship like that. And all that's required of you is what faith, trust, and obedience. Obedience. Because you don't want to have all the best advice in the world and then don't listen, right? And I know sometimes it's hard when you are getting advice that's very contradictory to anything around you. And my friends are not doing it like that. And I don't see this person doing it like that. I don't even see somebody in a high position doing it like that. Why I got to come out and be the different one? The weird one? Uh, why I got to do something different? But we have to listen. I always tell people again, we're getting off on another tangent. Your relationship with Christ is personal. It's personal, right? There are some base rules. It's kind of like being a child under one parent. The house has base rules. Everybody follows the house. Mom and dad didn't lay down the rules. We all know the rules as siblings. 
but each child is different. Each child has a different personality. They have a they bring something different to the family. And so the way mom and dad handles each child is different. For the studious child, do they have to tell them to go study? No, they're studying already. For the child that's not as studious, you gotta get all of them a cup of go, go sit down, go get you pulled out your lesson with your schoolwork, you know. And so there's always you're having to go to each child and handle them, handle them accordingly. If you know, and that's the way it is for Christ. Look at it. So mom and dad may not be talking to the studious student all the time. Why you tell me about doing my work all the time? Well, this is what I see in you. This is what we need to foster in you. And so this is this is why I'm telling you this. So a lot of times we can't be, we can't look at what other people are doing and how God is handling them or how God is calling them to do something. Because again, what we're called to do is personal to us and what God sees in us and knows about us. And so that's very important to keep in mind as we're on along the journey. But anyway, I'm off on a whole nother tangent. So all this wraps up and goes back to Jesus being our everything. And in him being our everything, we get everything. And um, humanly speaking, um, that thought can be hard and it can be easy and reassuring. It can be hard when you feel like your faith is being tested, right? And the world wants you and the enemy wants you to believe in something different. And the enemy throws worry in your head and throws up everything and and this and that. Um, But it's reassuring when God speaks the truth of everything. Because as he said, I am the truth. The truth. That means whatever he says is honest. And so um, that's reassuring in itself. And then to know who he is is reassuring. You can believe him. And I know faith, we struggle with that, right? As humans, we struggle with that. Even though he's shown that we can believe him, even though he's shown we, we still struggle with that. I still struggle with that. So it's a, it's a continuous journey. But I just wanted to share that. So this doesn't go so long. I just wanted to share that. I um, was really blessed by that. That whole, sorry, babies in the background. Um, I was really blessed by that whole section. That whole section of, you know, Jesus explaining you know, that he's going to a place and tell him, hey, you know. And Thomas being like, we don't know. <laughs> Where you going? How we going to get there? And Jesus making it very simple in the wording, but very profound at the same time. And um, that really touched my heart. And I hope that maybe someone reads that and that's encouragement to them. Not only an altar call to let you know, Hey, Jesus is whatever you're searching for. Well, the way to, to to heaven, to life, you know, is that. But also whatever you're searching for, whatever you're going through and you feel like, I need answers. I need I need this figured out. I, I, I need guidance. Then, then that scripture is a reminder. Although under, uh, along with all, a plethora of other scriptures uh, that lead you back. Jesus is everything and seeking him first. That's the takeaway. And everything you need is found in him.
Thank you so much for listening to God's Goals Podcast. I don't want to end the podcast without offering Christ to any one of my listeners. Um, Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. There's more things to building up your spiritual walk and making that change. But the first step, confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Okay, so I have a podcast out called It's a Gift. Go to that podcast and it goes into more details about receiving that gift and and tools um, that you can use along the way as you strengthen your spiritual journey. I guarantee you accepting Christ will be the best thing you ever did. Go to that podcast and listen to it and get some information there. Okay. Thank you guys again for listening. See you next time. Bye. God's goals, recentering our focus on Christ.